This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley and the Paladin Financial Team. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here's Paladin Financial Talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show. We're going to start off our new series this month on taxes, which we're going to focus on here for the next several episodes. And with me today, as often and always, is my lovely fellow host, co-host, uh, Tony Shore. Hello, Tony. Oh, you tricked me. I thought you were going to say <laughs> uh, Nikki. I zigged when uh, you thought I was going to zag. You did. You did. I love being here with you guys. Great to see you. You as well. And my much better half, Nikki Foley. Oh, thank you. Good to be here, you guys. It's been a while. It has been. Yeah. It has been a yeah. while since Which, the three of us were together. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, the rotation we've had here going on. People that follow the show may have noticed, but um, I wanted to start off. We haven't had a dad joke here in a while. Oh, do we have a good one today? I think it's a good one. You know, okay. Nick, you, gotta, you know, the, you know this it. one already. Uh, Jeff Quick in our office shared this uh, yesterday. But, Tony, what is orange and sounds like a parrot? I have no idea. Okay. Come back to that later. Come back to that. It's a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, as they oh, say in the There's going to be a callback. Uh-huh, I feel uh-huh. a comedy callback coming. <laughs> what if you don't remember? I probably won't. <laughs> I feel like you should. It'll leave the listeners. <laughs> no, yeah. Maybe in three shows from now. I'm going to write this. Uh, the punchline will yeah, happen. There we go. There you it's go. Official. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. well, you know what? It's been a while again, since we've all three been here. And you guys have had some amazing growth this year from an employee perspective. I mean, uh, you have a lot of faces down there. And I love how, Nikki, when you came on board, uh, it, it just the team aspect of what you do at Paladin is so strong. I love that. I think we've had some fun this year, and it's yeah. been fun to have new voices on the show. And so um, for our listeners, it may be good to go through who are some of these people and when they joined us and, and what that looks like um, and their roles with on, on the team. So, meet your paladins. Meet your paladins, mm-hmm. Jeff. You're mm-hmm. so so witty. Look at that. Always on your toes. <laughs> I love it. You're a marketing god sitting right there. Now, that's a god with a small g, but a god nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> well, we added Jeff Quick, which is a voice that's been on here, I think, for the last couple of years. So he joined us, I believe, all the way back in 21, maybe mm-hmm. mid-21. And he serves in an advisor capacity. He has probably over 20 years of experience in financial services. He actually has a ton of experience on the tax side of things. I think Jeff and Jeff got to know each other uh, working on taxes and setting up a, um, a tax marketing firm. And so it's nice to have both of their experience from that perspective, since we are talking about taxes today. Yes, and so Jeff Quick also serves as, a, would say, a nice partner to help mentor some of the newer individuals in our organization. That includes me uh, in my new capacity. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He's been uh, great to work with and we've known Jeff for a number of years now. So that's been good. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I always bring this up in our meetings when we're working with our clients and prospective clients that Jeff Foley is just a natural educator and, you know, you've done a lot to lead face-to-face events, um, you know, for other financial professionals, you're on stage from time to time at industry events. And so I think that's important that it carries through as we talk about our, you know, additions to our team and the employees and that side of things. And so uh, do you enjoy growing people? Because I think that's something that has become a big part of who you are. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Very much enjoy it. Um, I've always enjoyed kind of the teaching element. So we do a lot of uh, workshops and seminars in the Twin Cities area, enjoy doing those and just kind of helping people to uncover new ideas and grow and explore new things. So it's a, that's a a fun part of what I get to do. And actually I'm wearing a tie today. I like it. Speaking downstairs at a uh, advisor training event. So I do enjoy doing that, which as an aside, Cameron might not pick this up, but I spilled coffee all over my shirt. Um, as I was walking in to present. so You shouldn't have said anything because it's completely yeah. unnoticeable. However, the scent, it just, <laughs> it reeks of coffee in the studio right now. <laughs> you are coffee Co- scented. Coffee and uh, Tide pen. Yes, <laughs> yeah. there we go. Yeah, but it doesn't, you can't see it. Yeah. So let's go back to the people. Let's just get <laughs> sidetracked a little bit there. But we added Ellie to our team in 2022. And she had previously, well, she she served in a paraplanner role initially with us. And that basically means that she was with Jeff in every meeting that he was hosting. And prior to that, she had a few years experience of putting financial plans together and really designing those. So she came in with a very nice foundation of knowledge had the practical experience when working with Jeff and um, supporting and helping our clients. And now she's working directly with individuals in our community and she's uh, working with, with those people on her own. So that's been a nice, a nice transition for her this year. Yeah. Ellie's doing a great job. We've known her for five, six years or so. And great to have her as part of the team. She's doing an awesome job for our clients and really brings a lot of passion and energy to what she do and, and does. And, very caring to the client. So it's been awesome to see her, her grow. Uh, we also have added uh, Nikki Foley here to our team this year. So she, uh, she has over 20 years experience in our industry has done a lot of different things. Um, and this year she's kind of been our utility player and doing a a lot of different things to get some things tightened up and improved and launched and, uh, narrowing focus in 2024, like a laser beam, Tony, and uh, yeah, laser Nikki the laser Foley. I like that new office name for you. But she's going to be focused on uh, launching our Medicare practice that we're, we'll touch briefly on. But we're excited. We're going to be offering Medicare supplements, Medicare Advantage, starting next year. Which she has a lot of experience in in that as well. And uh, she'll also be working with clients. And uh, for those of you that I'm sure follow us on social media and are listening to the podcast, uh, that is uh, through Nikki as well. So yeah, great to have you as well. Well, Nikki, Nikki anyone who's worked with Nikki uh, at all knows uh, just uh, how dedicated she is, how much work she does. I know that the uh, company she left to uh, join Paladin uh, and be full-time at Paladin, uh, they replaced her with about four people and it was still wasn't enough. Uh, they, they had to get four people in there and they're still not covering everything Nikki did. So uh, that just goes to show you the dedication and uh, how hard she works. I just think that's awesome. And she doesn't drink coffee. 
I don't drink coffee. Which no. is amazing. Which is amazing. But uh, doesn't she uh, mainline Red Bull? I mean, isn't no. there like an IV? No caffeine? Not, no. no. I'm yeah. not a caffeine person. That's crazy. To... Well, don't. Uh, I assumed you were. Uh, but, Nikki, I can't imagine you then on caffeine. It would be like giving a squirrel caffeine. <laughs> you just don't want to do it because you're, you're just, uh, you're very active, very busy. So uh, I don't know how you do it without caffeine. Well, you guys have been kind to me, and I'm very excited about doing the Medicare side of things. Uh, My background is, and my my degree is in human resources, and so through the employee benefits and health insurance specifically, I feel like this speaks to uh, an area that I'm comfortable in, and I'm really looking forward to it. So this should be fun for us in 2024 to add Medicare to our our offering to our clients. That's Uh, great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Speaking of other things that have been a really nice thing for us this year is we brought on my brother, Matt Bryant here in July and I know that he's done a couple episodes now for our listeners he has he just comes with a wealth of knowledge he's a a nice he has such a good demeanor he's been in the industry for over 12 years now he previously worked with our primary money manager and so he knows the solutions inside and out and he's very comfortable knowing where those might fit to help you know solve um, a potential uh, problem that might be out there and, and put them as an opportunity for our clients so it's very it's very good to have him Definitely. Yeah, I love Matt. He's he's a great guy, super nice, and uh, like you say, just his personality, very even keel. He's done a couple episodes. We're trying to bring him out of his shell a little bit for this <laughs> for radio and podcasting. But yeah, yeah, he's yeah. great. He's done a, a nice job. So it's no longer just the two of you guys in here week after week. How are you? Are you guys doing okay? Having this little bit of separation? We or? Facetime uh, every other day. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I. It, the, the, the number of memes that Jeff sends me in a day has gone up. The number of photos and personal messages that really relate to nothing. But I'm glad you guys can still have that time together. And thank you. Uh, thank you. For I do miss it, though. Us. Honestly, I, yeah. I loved I loved doing the show each week with Jeff. So I was a little bummed when it got more diverse. Right. Well, so oh, you're just saying. Thank you no, for not. Uh, allowing Jeff Quick and Ellie and yeah. uh, Matt and myself. Well, to they're be a great. Thing, you got so. a great crew. It's unbelievable. It's been fun. We also have uh, Zach Langemeyer and Dory Petroff. Uh, both are licensed in different capacities that will join on the show from from time to time that are part of our team. So very excited about uh, them being part of our team as well. That's Absolutely. awesome. And then Molly. Molly was a guest, what, a couple of months ago? And yeah. uh, I don't think she wants to be up here regularly, but Molly is uh, supporting us in a part-time capacity. And so she might have some things to say when we get to the Medicare side and uh, her wellness background. So who knows? Molly might might pop up here from time to time as well. But let's yeah, get started. I like you Molly. Guys. She's been on the show before. Yeah, yeah, she was our guest and before she joined us in a part-time capacity. That's so that's awesome. great. Yeah. All right. Should we do this? Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about taxes. And one of the things that commonly comes up, people say, I want to pay less in taxes, but that's, that's very much a vague term. And the most common one people are referring to is income taxes. But when we talk about taxes, we want to put a word in front of that to describe an adjective, if you will, sure, to describe what kind of tax we're talking about. So you have different types of taxes. You have sales tax, which we pay here in Minnesota, you have the opportunity, the pleasure, the privilege to pay a sales tax anytime you purchase something. And that's uh, the varies based on where you live. You have property taxes, which is the privilege we have to pay the tax if we <laughs> own something. So there's a theme there. Yeah. Uh, we have Medicare and Social Security tax, which we have the pleasure of paying as we contribute towards Medicare and Social Security. 
And uh, you also have gift taxes and estate taxes. So those are ones that often get confused. Gift taxes is if you gift money to another person, you may or may not have gift taxes that apply. And then you have estate taxes that may or may not apply depending on the size of your estate when you as a person pass. So we want to be aware of what kind of taxes we're talking about. Uh, the most common ones we're helping people with are with income taxes and how to lower that long-term in addition to estate taxes. So, uh, and you have income taxes uh, that we pay, you know, that when we potentially are earning income in different capacities, there's different way that different ways that pops up. But uh, those are various types of taxes we want to look at. And never fear, we're not going to go into detail on all of these in this show. <laughs> that might get long. You might be tired of us, Tony. You might kick us out. Oh no, never, <laughs> never. Well, taxes. I don't mind talking about taxes as long as we talk about is there a way to minimize that tax burden, and that's something that you look at for your clients as well and work alongside tax professionals, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. So November, we're going to talk about Medicare and Social Security taxes. Uh, December, we're going to cover more on gift and estate taxes. And then jumping into February, we're going to dig into property taxes and some additional focus on gift and estate taxes. So spend some time on each of these to make sure people understand how those work. And uh, But right now, let's bring it back to income taxes and touch on those a little bit. Thank but- you. I do. Oh, go ahead, Tony. No, I, I was just going to say that sounds good. I don't mind paying Medicare and Social Security taxes because I know what it goes for and I'm going to get benefits from that. Uh, it's the uh, February subject, the property taxes, gift and estate taxes I have a problem with. Yeah. 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 You know, you talk about broad topics and taxes really are a key piece of almost every financial conversation. And we have that with when, when we talk to our prospective clients and clients, that's a big piece of what we focus on is mm-hmm. every time you make a financial decision, it's likely that you're also making a tax decision and potentially yeah. an estate decision at the same time. And that's we're not just talking about investment management. There's all these people pieces that work together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go a little deeper here on the topic of income taxes. And I do need structure to go along with our our conversation. So on the income tax side of things, you know, people often file their taxes on their own. So they um, are comfortable maybe using one of the software programs that are out there. Um, They may use an accountant or just an HR or something of that nature. And so uh, that might be an example. But income taxes, and this is the part that people don't really talk about their pay as you go. And so as the IRS website describes it, is that's what they say is pay as you go. And this simply means that you need to pay most of your income taxes as you receive your income. So if you're a traditional W-2 employee, when you're onboarding with a company, what's one of the forms that they give you? They give you a W-4 to fill out. And that's right. where you're indicating how much you want withheld from your paychecks. And then what happens? It's deposited with the IRS, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the concept there is, and you know, that's, that's a fairly simple concept, but it actually gets a little more complicated. And there's a topic called quarterly taxes. And so that might not be something that mainstream America knows about, but that it, it's important, I think, that we talk about it just briefly. Yeah, it's, it's something I wake up about every two months and go, oh my gosh, did I miss the deadline? <laughs> What month are we in? Uh, Yeah, quarterly taxes are important. Uh, You also want to look at if you have pension payments, Social Security payments, that are you having taxes withheld out of each payment? 
thinking about that. Does that need to be done in your situation or not? You file for Social Security. The standard is they're not going to withhold any taxes. You know, a lot of people aren't aware of that until they get halfway or you know full through a year. And oh my gosh, I didn't realize taxes were being weren't being withheld. So you want to be aware of that. Um, in contrast, self-employed individuals serve in both the employee and the employer role. So the concept of quarterly taxes allows those people to pay their income taxes in smaller installments throughout the year. And that helps to avoid a large tax bill in when you go to file your taxes. So quarterly taxes are a way of life for self-employed individuals, uh, freelancers, uh, business owners. If you're a 1099 individual, that might be another uh, reason you would be doing quarterly taxes. And a guideline from the IRS, you might want to pay your quarterly taxes if you expect to owe at least $1,000 in taxes after subtracting, withholding, and refundable credits. So you want to be aware of how that works and run some estimates, see whether or not you need to make quarterly estimates. Sure. So quarterly taxes just means you pay four times a year, mm-hmm. uh, and that's for people who are self-employed. Uh, is that Does that also go for somebody who owns their own small business? Is that how they pay their yeah, taxes as correct. well? So self-employed or you own your own business, you need to pay four times a year rather than it doesn't get taken out yeah. every check. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Okay. And yeah. Jeff, excuse me, made mention that, you know, he'd wake up every couple of months. Oh my gosh, we paid our quarterly taxes. And this was a new concept when you start owning, you know, a small oh, yeah. business and it just is a shift in mindset. And I thought, well, why in the world do we have to pay quarterly taxes on a due date? I mean, we owe the taxes. We know we have to pay them. Let's just pay them at the end of the year. Who cares if we miss it? Well, it's back to that concept of what the IRS wants their money, sure. right? And so if you know that as kind of your guideline as a pay as you go, whether you're a small business owner or you are a W-2 employee or that pension and Social Security, people, that we know that the IRS wants their money as you go. And so it's an easy reminder and using that as a foundation of do I owe taxes? Pretty good, pretty good chance that you do as you're going along. So, yeah, yeah. And those dates are what? It's the 15th, right? April 15th, June 15th, September, and then January, right? Yeah, correct. Yep. So yep. once a quarter on the 15th, you pay those taxes. Uh, my wife was self-employed for a, a long period of time, and uh, she had those quarterly tax payments. And mm-hmm. so we, we did those. And um, But yeah, you don't want to miss them because you don't want to get slapped with a penalty, right? Exactly. Yeah. And to to do that, you want to estimate your income for the year and look at what deductions are going to come off of that. Maybe credits that might apply to your situation. Divide that number by four. And generally speaking, if you're about 90% accurate on what you're going to owe in taxes and you're paying that throughout the year, you're going to be okay. But yeah, we weren't spot on and we owed some one year and then one year we paid in a little too much. And so they're pretty good about that, but you have to try. Correct. You have to give it the old college try, right? And uh, it could be underpayment penalties that might apply, but yeah, usually not a big deal. Okay. So the point of this topic or this, this um, episode is to keep this broad and try to do as many topics that might apply to the masses here. And so the next thing that we want to talk about is um, excess money or somebody that's prioritizing saving as part of their overall financial plan. What are some of the buckets that the money might go into? And then what happens from a tax perspective? So, If you think about things, you're going to, A, your first thing you talk about is saving, simple savings. 
You also have the opportunity to contribute towards retirement. So that might be another bucket that you're dropping money in. And then third, if there's additional or excess money, brokerage accounts or investments, that's kind of the third Mm -hmm. tier. So let's talk about each one of those. And the first one being just savings account. There's the traditional savings account that most people have known probably since they were a child. You walk into a brick and mortar organization and you say, I'd like to open a savings account and you put some, some funds in it. Over time though, there's also been the establishment of something called a high yield savings account. And this is where they have removed in most cases the brick and mortar. And what happens when you remove brick and mortar, your expenses go down as an organization, which allows you to pay a higher interest rate or percentage back to the person investing the money. So a high yield savings account has usually a higher interest rate that you could earn on the dollars inside that account. So those are two basic categories of savings accounts that you might put your cash in. And then when you withdraw it, so when you put, put that cash in, you have already paid income tax on the dollars you have earned. And therefore, the only thing that you might be responsible for paying taxes on is any interest that is earned. But a traditional savings account, how much interest usually is earned on that? Very the little. donut. Dot zero. <laughs> donut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You also have the next big category is retirement accounts, whether that's an IRA, 401k, a 403b if you're a teacher in that, some capacity such as that, uh, TSP if you're a federal employee. And within those, you have pre-tax accounts where when you put that money in, you get a tax deduction. It stays in that bucket and it's shielded from taxes, grows tax deferred until you take the money out uh, at some point and you owe taxes on every dollar that you pull out. And you have to typically reach age 59 and a half to pull the money out with also paying, without, without also paying a 10% IRS penalty. So tax deduction up front, you're kicking the tax can down the road, comes out taxable. Uh, the other category there is Roth money. So you don't get a tax deduction going in, grows tax deferred, comes out tax-free, subject to certain rules. So be aware of what type of accounts you have, what makes sense for you. And a lot of times uh, the tax profession in general is very dedicated to showing you, hey, we saved you money this year by putting money in on a tax advantage basis. You get a tax deduction, but that's not necessarily the best solution long term. Yeah, no, that's great. And then the final category, you satisfied your liquidity by having some savings. You have satisfied your retirement side of things and the decisions that you can put money towards that. And then if you have excess or leftover, oftentimes people start to look at a brokerage account. And so back to the concepts, a brokerage account is one where you use cash that you have already paid taxes on in most cases, and you're putting it in an account from from an investment perspective. So again, you earn that money, you have paid your income taxes on that. So once the money is in that account, you have a couple things that may be happening. One, you may be earning dividends on it and you pay those taxes as you go on the dividends in many accounts. Don't always earn dividends, so that's not applicable to everything. And then if you sell it for a profit, what do you do? You pay taxes on that profit only. And so you always got to think about, has the IRS collected money on the growth? And if they haven't, then there's a good chance you're going to have to pay taxes on it. So it's fairly simple when you look at the the simplicity of it, but it's sure there's a lot of moving parts when you start talking about, you know, all the different kinds of taxes and when and how and so forth. One other thing to note on those brokerage accounts that if you hold those account, uh, excuse me, hold the, the funds in those accounts for more than a year and then you sell it for a profit, most of the time those taxes are going to be at a lower rate and that would be a capital, a long-term capital gains. But 
lots of moving parts. This is a very high level, basic conversation and yep. we'd need to know what is applicable to the individual. Yeah. You forgot about, I have a savings category four, which is a record, my record collection, <laughs> my vinyl collection. Uh, I have to have a bucket for that, that I save in. Well, the government didn't know about that until now, Tony. So yeah. There you and go. that money, that <laughs> money, tax. that money goes in after taxes and comes out tax free, but then I pay sales tax. So. <laughs> All right. Well, income tax is a big topic and you're right. You took a broad overview and this can be a lot, like you said. And uh, this is where we tell people out there, our listeners and viewers, you have to work with a good financial services professional, people like yourselves to have a plan in place, sort this out. Uh, you work alongside CPAs, you make sure that they have an overall plan or a tax plan that fits into their financial plan and their retirement plan, correct? Yeah, abs- yeah right. absolutely. It's uh, We talked about, Nikki alluded to this earlier, you have your financial plan, your state plan, your taxes, they all need to work together. They don't yeah. live live on an islands by themselves. So a lot to consider there, but we've, we're going to be doing here in the next couple months, November and December, we're going to be doing some tax uh, planning seminars, workshops, and also estate planning. And we're going to have those on our website, which is paladinfinancial.com or paladinseminars.com. We don't have a couple of those dates listed out there yet, but stay tuned on that. If you're interested in attending one of those complimentary events, go out and register. And next week, tune in. we got a fun month, as we talked about in the beginning. We're going to do some in-depth look at some tax deductions for non-business owners, tax deductions for business owners, real estate, a lot of fun stuff. But most importantly, you thought I was going to forget, what is orange and sounds like a parrot? No idea. A carrot. <laughs> we, leave, oh, we leave you with that. <laughs> wow. Wow. At that, I have to say, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our hosts today, Jeff and Nikki Foley. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.